Let's turn in the Scriptures to 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy chapter 6. First Timothy chapter six, and we'll be reading the the whole chapter, verses one through twenty-one. First Timothy chapter six, verse one. These are God's words. Let as many servants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor. That the name of God and His doctrine be not blasphemed. And they that have believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brethren, but rather do them service because they are faithful and beloved partakers of the benefit. These things teach and exhort. If any man teach otherwise and consent not to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which is according to godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing but doting about questions and strifes of words, whereof cometh envy, strife, railings, evil surmisings, perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds, and destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness, from such withdraw thyself." But godliness with contentment is great gain. We brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil." which while some coveted after they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But thou, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. I give thee charge in the sight of God, who quickeneth all things, and before Christ Jesus, who before Pontius Pilate witnessed a good confession, that thou keep this commandment without spot, unrebukable, until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which in his times he shall show, who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who only hath immortality dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto, whom no man hath seen nor can see, to whom be honor and power everlasting. Amen. Charge them that are rich in this world that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who giveth us richly all things to enjoy, that they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come, that they may lay hold on eternal life. O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings, and oppositions of science falsely so called, which some professing have erred concerning the faith. Grace be with thee. Amen. Those are God's words.
So here the first letter of Timothy comes to a close with the duty of servants through verse 2 to their masters and the minister's duty to teach and preach on these things. And the warning against false teachers through verse 5. And who are false teachers? There anyone who teaches contrary to Christ, to contrary to the gospel, who is proud and has not the truth in them, and more. But contrary to this, we are to put on, and especially ministers, Timothy being one of those ministers, is to put on godliness, through verse 10, and put off covetousness. And this is the opposite of a false teacher, who often puts on covetousness, And puts off godliness. And then through verse 12, flee these things of covetousness, rather follow righteousness. It gives us a list righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. And press on in the fight for the kingdom unto eternal life. And then Paul, speaking of the whole letter, calls this a charge to Timothy for his ministry in the church, as well to call the rich in this world, to be good stewards, even the rich in the church, to be good stewards of what the Lord has provided to them, and avoid, especially ministers, avoid profane and vain babblings in which some professing have erred concerning the faith. And so, friends, in this, the Lord, through the Apostle, lays down instructions for the church, for her ministers, and so what are we to do? For all of us, we are to pray. We are to pray for the church every day. Pray for the church's ministers and your minister. And to look to the King of Kings, Jesus Christ, to whom be all honor and power forever. Amen. Let's pray. Our gracious Father, thank You for Your Word. We're thankful that You teach us Your ways. You teach us not only the ways of every Christian and the Christian life, but You teach us uh, how ministers are to be, how they are to live, the focus of their life, not to be on the things of false teachers and pride and covetousness, but rather godliness. pray that You would uphold Your ministers, and this minister, and make all your ministers, we pray, godly. Be godly examples to the flock. Uh, to teach your people your ways without hindrance. Father, we pray for the church that you would purify your bride. And cleanse her, even by the glorious gospel which stands upon Jesus Christ alone, who is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the only sovereign authority. And so cause us to bow the knee to Him. Cause your churches to bow the knee to Him. And cause all nations to bow the knee to Him. That your name would be exalted. And so sanctify this church, this congregation, turning our hearts to You to make us 
these things that we heard, which the minister ought to be, but of course all of us ought to be, righteous, godly, full of faith and love and patience and humility. Make us to be a godly people. A people who are humble as we exalt in Christ and You, Father, and by Your Holy Spirit. Father, we give You praise for the sacrament of baptism we were privileged to celebrate this morning. Pray that You would help us this coming week even to consider, keep considering and meditating upon our own baptisms and how we need to turn to Christ by faith today and continually to flee to Him. And so strengthen us in faith by Your grace. And turn us from our many sins of which You will wash away and have in justification cleansed us and declared us righteous in Christ. And so make us no longer of the old creature, of the old creation, but the new that You have made in Christ alone. And Father, we pray this evening that You would care for Your people. We're thankful the Drakes are here this evening. Father, we pray that You would be with Wonder, who has an interview this week on Tuesday. We pray that You would grant success to him and uh, a job that he can support his family. It may even be, perhaps, that uh, he would be able to support his family so that Vanessa wouldn't have to work at all and could care for their child. And uh, so, Father, we pray that You would grant that to them. Father, we also pray that You would care for those who are still not feeling well. Pray for Larry again, who's in a great deal of pain today. And uh, I say You would give him strength. Give him the the opportunity here to meditate upon the great sufferings and pains of Christ for Him. That He would not have hell and judgment upon Him. And uh, help us in all of our pains to look to Christ who is pain to the uttermost for our sakes. But Father, grant Him comfort and healing quickly, and that you would heal his body fully, if that would be your will. And you will, it is your will at the perfect time to do so. We pray that it would be done soon. And Father, we ask that you would, as we prayed for the gardeners this morning, even John McQuash, we pray for Emily, who has gone out. Uh, from us in some sense, and pray that You would grant her wisdom according to Your Word alone. Grant her a love for Your Word, and not basing her beliefs on emotions, 
but what the clear teaching of Scripture teaches, what you teach in your Word. And so help her discern. So grant her discernment and understanding and knowledge and wisdom, and that you would return her to us if it would be your will. Father, there are many this morning who, or a few, I guess a few this morning who do not exactly believe in uh, baptizing infants. And Father, we pray that they would know Your Word and they would follow Your Word today. Hopefully, if You permit, granting them understanding of the doctrines of Your sacraments and uh, the theology, the covenant theology, the covenants, the promises throughout the Scripture, the Gospel. Give them greater understanding of the sign and seal of the Gospel. Pray for our nation this evening, Father, as we consider mostly this evening the nation of Assyria. We also pray for our nation now. You would turn our nation from its wickedness and evil, its pride and boastfulness in itself, and all the many evils and sins that have corrupted this nation and the people of this nation. Even ourselves, often in some ways infected by the evils around us. Tempted to sin and we often sadly fall into those sins. Father, we pray that You would turn this nation to Yourself. And You would cause this nation to bow the knee to Christ Your Son and covenant with Him. For there is two options, we know. To bow the knee and covenant with Him or judgment. To acknowledge Him, to have full allegiance to Him or judgment. We pray it would be life and blessing and commitment to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. The only Pontentate, the only authority, the sovereign God in Christ Jesus, your Son. We pray in His name. Amen.